You can call me the octopus who picks the Super Bowl winner, the groundhog who predicts winter or spring, or the production that picks the winner based on the views, because the queens that I've been rooting for are the winners. So anyway, there's a lot of fucking dancing, and while Minty danced in my fucking grave, I'm Annie. I'm the one dancing, Minty. And this fun title release of every podcast with an F you. What, were you not happy with the winners? I'm not happy with one of them. I'm, I don't even know how this happened. I feel like we only did this for the fanfare, but let's get into it for All-Star 7 episode 12. Let's start with the grand finale eleganza. Jada, very simple, very white, sparkly, a good use of fringe. Simple but well executed. Raja had like a green, blue, bug space aquatic thing. I actually really liked it. It reminds me of that one-eye outfit she came in that one time. Her entrance look? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe... I just think like it's because she never wore something that was really weird until now. Yeah, that's true. Because it's all been high fashion. You could call this high fashion. I technically you could call this high fashion. It's also really fucking weird. Like I guess this is her alien couture. I prefer signature looks over the eleganzas. Because I like the signature look to be like represents you and Elegon is just something like grand. Because like the Vivian came out with like a bodice with ostrich feathers and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. And then Evie was like a pink gold geode tiered cake. Very campy, surprisingly. I thought she was going to go more weird, but I mean, it was pretty weird overall. Like a stripper jumping out of a birthday cake. Jinx one is super cute. The whole like silver night on top, blue skirt on bottom, very like Urza Scarlet from Fairy Tale, except elevated. Man, we have the witch, pilgrim, Joan of Arc. <laughs> oh. I mean, Jinx looks this season has been spectacular. Is she a witch? I mean, I think she likes to think she is. Cause they would not stop fucking saying that this episode. And I was like, was this a thing in season five? I don't know if it's a season five thing. I think it's just like her now. You know, she found herself ten years later. Yeah. <laughs> God, is it ten years? I mean, aren't we on season 14 now? Yeah, I guess so. Holy shit. Might be even more because all the all-stars in between. We need some downtime before <laughs> and when it wasn't just back-to-back. Then Monet Exchange. I get what she was going for. I just didn't understand the fabric part. Like, it felt disconjointed from the silver accessories. I kind of wish the fabric was silver, not blue. Yeah, that would have been better. Like you said, it's... In the future, is all like clothes blown off of us, kill a kill style? <laughs> Again, the circle of anime fans and drag race fans do not even touch. No, like, there's gotta be a sliver. That's what we are. We're in the pussy. The only person there is Rock'em Sakura. <laughs> yeah, Rock'em Sakura is like 90s anime. I think Rock'em Sakura did a video with Nikki Doll ranking Dongo Wumpa outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, they're all wearing their middle school uniform. What's their rank? Style. Drag. Watch the video. Then Shea Coulee had like a nice yellow dress. It kind of reminded me of Bombay because it had like that floomp of yeah, a skirt. Yeah, but it, it was okay. That's right, Paramount Plus owners. Do you also own a Canada subscription? <laughs> Do you get that reference? Yeah, I think Canada's on Wild Presents. And I don't know if Wild Presents is on Paramount Plus because we're totally watching this legally. Then Trinity's look? I thought Trinity went really well with Monet's look. 
Sure, but I just, I didn't like it. I thought she looked like a pop diva. I was like on drugs and just picked up whatever was on the floor. I mean, it was just, it felt too like mismatched. What the fuck are you talking about? We're talking about the same thing with the, it was literally just all pink and rhinestone, right? Yeah, but it was like a weird, like, I don't know what it was, like a jacket or like a one piece on top of like the sheer outfit. I'm like, it makes no sense. I say this now, it's literally the same thing as Monet. It's the reverse, where like all the fabrics on the outside and really tight material on the inside. I don't like Monet's outfit either. I know, like, I'm just saying, you say it's mismatched. Like, what are you talking about? It's coherent. No, I also thought Monet's outfit was mismatched too. That's stupid. Go on with your life. <laughs> Let's go from one queen reigning tournament to the other. We'll start with the queen of the she done already done had hers. God, it's a mouthful. So the first match is Vivian versus Evie to push it by Salt and Pepper. Pepper. Am I the only one who thought of Disney with the push it, push it to the limit, limit? What, re- what reference is that from? It's literally High School Musical. You effing me. A song Troy Baker sings. Was that his name? Yes. Like the voice actor? No, that's Zac Efron, honey. No, Zac Efron is his actor. I'm talking about the voice actor of Joel from The Last of Us. Oh, yeah, I guess they do have the same name. Right? Remember when Troy gave Vanessa that necklace? It's like, T. And she's like, T as in Troy? Like, no, as in Jesus, you (laughs) idiot. Learn the cross. (laughs) Love that movie. (laughs) First off, Vivian's outfit sucked. Yeah. It was just like she was clearly dressed for the other song in this round. <laughs> so when she picked that, I'm like, no, the other one, I got it this time. I mean, Evie killed it, right? Yeah, it Evie did, did a way flip better. In place. Oh my, that is so cool! Holy shit! Um, so Evie won that one. Then Roger versus Jada for Let's Hear It for the Boys by Denise Willen. Her name is Lily D E Niece. Yeah, and her brother D E <laughs> nephew. <laughs> That joke is actually very funny. Okay, that joke is funny, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't work outside of Hawaii. <laughs> no, it's, I think it's a it's a common joke among all people. Is that what any just any dumb person? I, I think anybody really. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear it for the boys. Oh, that Matt Damon episode of Will and Grace is a core memory of mine. <laughs> Like, the six emotions in my head. I get six, not five, y'all. It's like, oh, we're getting a new emotion. Oh, okay, I guess it's just Will and Grace. You think you're getting a six emotion, but it's just, let's hear it for the boys. God, I love Will and Grace. I don't know how Roger beat Jada. I feel like Roger embodied the song more. Jada did, like, her kick, but I was like, that was out of place. It was high energy, but eh. So then Evie and Roger battle it out for Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves by Aretha Franklin and the something else. I forgot what the other name was. I didn't write it down. Alright, Evie did a wig reveal. And it's kind of like the Lady Camden. Well, it looks like a mistake, but it was intentional. That was a good one. My only thing is, you can't wear a wig that looks exactly like the first wig with a different color. There's actually a very iconic scene of Monet doing a lip sync, and she has like this blonde pussy wig. And then, like, she does a reveal, and it's just another blonde pussy wig. <laughs> it was very funny. I can't remember what song it's for, though. I always remember her, um... Pound the Alarm. Yeah. The fake out. That, that's super funny, too. We didn't get it at the time, because we didn't know what death drops were. All right. You explain to me, since you're so gung-ho about Roger being <laughs> Jada, you told me how Roger snatched the crown from Evie here. This one I was shook that Roger won against Evie. I think that Evie put in a lot more work and energy while Roger is really a park it and bark it queen. 
I feel like the Lollapalooza doesn't matter, if that makes sense. Like, Oh yeah, no, for sure, it does not. Because they knew from the beginning, these are the queens we want to win, and we want the queens from the earliest seasons to win this, <laughs> because we want them, cycle them out. Like, they already got the 10 minutes of fame recently, let's get these bitches from 10 years ago. You are kind of right, in a sense that, like, season 5, and then, like, All-Stars 4, maybe? They're so far apart. It's, like, crazy. And there's, like, nothing in between. Also, Roger was robbed a lot. Like, there was a lot of challenges she should have won. Like, the first design challenge. We all know she should have won. So, Roger wins the queen of she done already done had hers is. And from the jokes that the other queens are making, she's gonna spend it on wine and marijuana. I'm just saying Bianca Del Rio could come at this rate, do good in all the other challenges, and just, like, stand there for the lip sync and she would win. Honestly, kind of. What fast? Am I having a stroke? Or am I smelling, like, a strong baby powder? Is it the lay? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. We got a lay for the finale of All Star 7. <laughs> and I'm, like, getting a concussion from it. I love the smell of lays. Annie apparently does not like floral scents. Does not smell like baby powder. I don't know. I don't put baby powder on myself. I don't get so sweaty that my skin We don't have to out this part of my life. (laughs) (laughs) So moving on to the queens of all queens. Okay, so first was Jinx vs. Shay to Judas by Lady Gaga. Can I say whoever picked all the songs, you get a raise. All these songs was fire except the very last one. Yeah, you miffed it at the last one. Don't fucking pick Swish Swish. That song is terrible. That was a spoiler. Oh, I'm sorry. But anyway, sticking with Jinx and Shay doing Judas. Shay's outfit was really ugly. I mean, it was the ugliest. And did a really piss poor reveal. Yeah, yeah. Like, she took off overalls. She took off overalls to reveal the outfit we could already (laughs) see from a mile away. To be fair, though, it was uglier without the reveal. I think Jinx's look was simple but fantastic for this song. I think she did, in a sense, inch out Shay because... She embodied it. She had, like, you tell me, like, she crawling back. Or, like, Judas pulling Lady Gaga. Like, that was good. I don't know what's pulling me away. And then Jinx is physically dragging herself away. Yeah, that's that was cool. So and then, this one, Jinx kind of did win against Shay. And the whole jacket going in circles. Yeah. yeah of course. Uh, yeah. Jinx would have fucking... I don't know what she would have done if she got the other song, So What, by Pink. <laughs> that outfit doesn't really match So What. Yeah, so So What was danced by Monet and Trinity. Finally, we get a winner for All Star 4. I don't know why they couldn't show us Monet topping Trinity. Not on national television. It's on Paramount+. Plus. It's gonna move to national television one day. When Paramount has lost all its money and it's just gonna sell its shows to, like, Whatever network show. If TV's even a thing anymore. Those commercial breaks, damn it. They wouldn't have had that if they don't intend to put this on live cable network in like 20 years. It could be true. So, I like Trinity's blue outfit. I just like Trinity. I mean, you seem to really like Trinity and Monet. You're always somehow surprisingly cheering for one of the two. This one wasn't as memorable. I do like the song. Because they edited out the best part, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Trinity did that um, somersault and then landed on all fours. That was so cool. Like, we've never seen that before. That was cool as hell. I'm waiting for a queen to do a cartwheel. I'm pretty sure somebody did a cartwheel. Do you know what a cartwheel is? Yes. What is a cartwheel? You tell me. 
When you like go from like your feet to your hands to your feet. No, a co- that's a somersault. No, a somersault is when you like roll yourself into a ball. Somersault, you go forward and you turn. Cartwheel, you go sideways and turn. It doesn't. Cartwheel can go forward or sideways. No, it can't. It only go sideways. Right, we're gonna have to Google gymnastic terms after this. Son of a bitch. So Monet won. I thought Monet was mid tier the whole time. Trinity has some really highs and lows. How could you say Monet was mid tier when she was a top? <laughs> you can be an okay top. So finally, Monet versus Jinx. We all act shocked. The one who has the most stars versus the one who should have had the most stars. Or the one who won the most challenges. And they lip sync to Swish Swish by Katy Perry. And I didn't realize it was a rap version with Nicki Minaj. Okay, here's the thing. I've only heard the rap version by Nicki Minaj. I've never, really? I've never heard the Katy Perry part of this song before. This song is really good until it gets to the chorus. When the Katy Perry song started playing, I was like, "That this is totally Smile by Katy Perry. If they ever do Smile, oh my god, I would drop dead because that is my favorite Katy Perry song. They're going to do it on Canada and you're going to be like, oh, why? Ugh, not Canada. Swish Swish. I thought Monet killed it for the most part until she started flossing. <laughs> Okay. Like I get your hips are going swish swish, but you, I could tell you didn't know how to floss. You were thinking, how do I do this? It needed to be bigger, if anything, right? But it was so lackluster. So thanks to Twitter views and Instagram votes, Jinx won. The riots that would have happened if Jinx didn't win. Oh, actual witch burnings would have happened. <laughs> so I'm very happy Jinx won. I really, really, really don't agree with Raja. Obviously, I'm okay with Raja winning. Who do you think should have won? Evie? Evie. 100% Evie should have won from the get-go. She's the better dance, you know, lip sync. What? Who is she? <laughs> this woman I in mean, my house. Performance-wise, yeah. And also, Evie has that condition. And it is like be her last chance to, like, show it off on TV. I would have given it to Evie. And also, just for being a better dancer. But no, RuPaul was like, didn't these two only win, like, $10,000 on this season? Nah, nah, we gotta fix that. That's true. Also, Evie never won any money in this whole season. Oh, wow. I think she's only lip-synced once, that's why she lost, because of Dolly Parton song. Oh, is Evie a forest bitch in All Stars 7? Yeah. Sad. So, <laughs> with that, overall, what do you think about the format of keeping all the queens and the real feel-good shit? I really liked it. I thought this was a fantastic thing to do, but I'm only accepting this for the All-Stars All-Winner season. I don't want this for UK versus the world. I don't want this for regular All-Stars. I only want this for a winner's season. Because there is, like, I do miss the critiques and calling someone out for doing a bad job. I think All-Stars 7 is a good, feel-good series. But I'm hoping that season 15 goes back to being more grittier. Having queens really say how they want to feel during the confessional moments. I am kind of sick of the whole censoring yourself in fear of social media blacklash. Blacklash, that's not the word. Because <laughs> you and me, we keep watching the queens not living for other queens' lip syncs. And a lot of them are from earlier seasons, but it's just because newer queens have like a fear. But like, I want that grit back. And I'm only really getting that through the international seasons because I don't think they understand the social media repercussions that they could have from saying things in confessionals. And I also just want like drama that matters. 
Because, like, the drama in season 14 was just, like, bleh. Season 13 had that good one with Tamisha Iman and Candy Muse. Didn't really matter, but still. So with that, we come to a close on All Star 7. If I had to make a tagline for it, it would be keeping the legacy alive. And we move on. Where, where are we going? Are we going across A, the C, <laughs> B, the borders, C, the pond, or D, the ocean? Or Niagara Falls. Or That's Niagara right. Falls. We're going across the pond, baby. <laughs> not to be confusing, we're going up north, not down under. Oh, to... uh, wait. Yeah, I guess I got to do an up pond, down pond. <laughs> no, you can stop with the... <laughs> it only works for UK. It sucks because we live in Hawaii, as if you didn't know by the lay. So it's like, everyone's just far away from me. Is that what you're getting? Yeah. Is that what you think is being put down? Yeah, that's what I'm putting down. <laughs> what are you putting down? Anyways, up to Canada Drag Race Season 3, Episode 3. Just a reminder, I'm Annie and that's Finty. Finty. Yeah. I guess so. I, if up north, I had to change my identity <laughs> so I could escape from the law. From the draft. From the draft. <laughs> that's what people did back then. They no, were going- I <laughs> they go to Canada because if you're in Canada, they can't force you to participate in the war. Really? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, you, you don't know. Don't well, listen to well, Okay. <laughs> I wonder if there was a police force opposite of ICE. Well, like, they forced you to come back to America. Like a bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. Like the FBI. Anyways, so they do a mini challenge real quick of, like, going on a date with Daddy Quick Drag, where they go on a date with Brooklyn Heights. And I just, every episode makes me hate Kimmy Couture more. <laughs> okay i don't know because like they all went it's kind of like butch or like comedy and kimmy couture is like i'm actually a twink yeah it's just me <laughs> i mean that's the gag i guess right i thought irma good should have won this i think bombay should have told me what she had in catheter oh like what was actually well why was it warm because it's pee <laughs> what did oh my god do Irma good was the dildo hat oh you gotcha. take the boy out of dildo but you can't take the dildo out of the boy okay the whole water cooler thing did not make any sense. It makes me want to talk around you. Right? It was like, I like the water cooler. I want to stand around it and talk about anything else but it. Eh. Like, like, it makes no sense. Maybe if you knew Brooklyn personally, like I did, you would find it funny. So you thought Vivian should have won? Vant- oh, honey, I don't know any of these people. God. Dang it. I, literally, the only ones I know is Bombay, Jada, Beasolicis. Wait, is Jada the only black? She's a really black queen, but she's really dark-skinned. Those are the only ones I know, like, without thinking. You know Kimmy. I know Kimmy, but, like, that's, like, a derogatory I know Kimmy. You know Miss Fierce. I said those are the three I know. Bombay, okay. Jada, Beasolicis, and I kind of know Chaos. I can know Chaos in the confessionals. I don't know Chaos when they're dressed up. <laughs> Sounds me, but Chaos is the one with the really bad makeup. Aww. It's really strong, you know? Like, kind of like like Trixie, like how her makeup's really strong, and especially before. So I just, Chaos has a, like a unique style, but it's kind of like ugly. I realized this episode, I wish Chaos had it a little more. I mean, that's the new Asian days, right? That like, to be more androgynous and fluid and non-binary. Isn't that your aesthetic? To a certain extent. To a certain extent, sure. This is jumping ahead a little, but Chaos final runway look, I think could have just benefited from looking really blocky with some padding. Yeah. yeah. So like, make an outfit that works with you, honey, not an outfit that's supposed to exemplify <laughs> your curves. Okay, so, the main challenge. This is a new one for Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, 
I'm living for the new challenges. Yes. I'm just sad all these queens are butchering it. Yes, they should not experiment in the Canada. They should experiment in America. <laughs> nah, not They should have true. experimented with all stars. They should experiment with UK season two. Because that's one of the best cast of queens. They should have experimented in college. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race is not the time to experiment. So they lip sync for your life in pairs to RuPaul's songs so they can play the whole music. Stupid. So let's go over each pair and their looks real fast. It was stupid the whole Fierce is being mad at Vanderpump because of the whole, oh, you sabotaged me because you got to pick the songs and you didn't give me what I wanted. Yeah, it was like she could have picked anyone to give in that dumb song to. She could have sabotaged anyone. No one wanted that song. It wasn't anything per- Maybe she felt like it was personal, but it's just like, you gotta get out of your head. This is exactly how Pandora Box got eliminated in All Stars 1 when she got paired up with Mimi I'm first and then she hated it so much that she kind of just self-sabotaged herself into getting out first. So the whole drama was like nothing. And the whole apology scene was very awkward. Like I felt like Giselle should have just let Miss Fiercialista say her apology because it didn't feel fake and it didn't feel like someone forced her. Although probably someone did force her. Why am I thinking about this untucked moment? I don't think it's funny where someone said, well guess what Mimi I'm first. You did win number one and that's bullshit or something like that. That was Raven telling Mimi I'm first. Because Mimi I'm first won the fan poll of which queen should come on to All Stars 1. And then Raven doesn't believe it. Okay. But why am I thinking about that? That wasn't funny. It's not funny, but it's a very cutting moment. It's okay. very, like, <laughs> iconic to, like, the untucked scenes. Got it. So, Shelzon Chaos was Adrenaline, and that sucked. Oh, Shelzon Chaos. Okay, that was the worst performance. I don't agree with the judges. I thought Chaos was strong the entire time, and Shelzon was always like, what am I doing? Right? Yeah. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Oh. Did you guys confuse them midway? Because they didn't look nothing like each other. Kind of like with the show editing, I kind of knew that Shadowzan was going to be on the bottom at least. Well, yeah, she also performed the worst. How could you not see it? I just mean like, whenever they talk a lot about a queen's backstory and stuff, that either means that's because this is the last time they'll be able to talk about it, or they're just like a fan favorite of the editors. Always one of them. I don't know. She's always talked about the Two-Spirit and the First Nation. I know it's important, but kind of like... Every Everything doesn't have to be about it. Man, when you go on a platform, right? And you don't know what they're going to edit in or take out. Sure, yeah. And when you're only there for three episodes. Could you imagine if Shalazan was like, I didn't even talk about that much. The editors just like <laughs> took out everything. Like, they went control F and found every time I said that. <laughs> They just oversliced from like sounds from other bits and put them in other scenes. Like that wasn't even from this episode. That was from episode one. So yeah, they were on the bottom. Then we had Lady Boom Boom and Kimmy Couture. Did you want to talk about the looks or wait till the end? Well, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to go over every single Tom, Dick, and Harry. So we're just going to go over favorites. Okay, okay. Is that how the saying went? Yeah, sure. Okay. I thought Lady Boom Boom and Kimmy did the best. I like the dance that's in sync. I thought they did the best. I thought I liked the little hop. The only part I did not like is when Lady... I think she did like a flip and a split and then she like pointed at Kimmy being like go Kimmy go Kimmy <laughs> and Kimmy just bounced and I was like okay I forget what challenge this was but you're not being a team player because you're making Kimmy look bad in comparison yeah that's the only thing I could see that they didn't win was because Lady Boomoo did not bring it but apparently they're friends so and they're um what do you call it tunnel buddies oh when they go inside the same hole the wiener cousins the wiener cousins I couldn't remember I was like wait if you're 
like you're on the bottom. Are you the tunnel buddy? Or are you the? I can see the wiener cousins. They share an ex boyfriend or something. I think Lady Boomer was shorter than Kimmy. Either that, Kimmy had really high heels. Lady Boomer was very short. I didn't know that. Then Bombay and Miss Fear let the music play. <laughs> it was. I guess I've never heard this music in its entirety. Cause it really was a bad song. I didn't realize it was so slow. Yeah. I don't like the narrative of them trying to sabotage each other. It just kind of looked messy. I was okay with it, but I think they should have done more. Like, when they pushed each other, Yeah. there should have been more of a, like, falling or, like, a reaction to it instead of just, like, a, oh, sorry, I hit you on a crowded bus. Like, they did the whole, like, dropping and not catching Bombay. Like, you have to go that dramatic from beginning to end. So that would have been fine, but they just... And levels, right? Yeah. Then Jada and Ermagood. They did to peanut, peanut, peanut butter. And they didn't know that Jinx Monsoon was gonna make that song iconic. How could they know? I mean, honestly, yeah, I'm not gonna remember this song. I'm gonna remember the <laughs> I have sex, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> they were bad. It was okay. Okay, I like Irma's dancing when as like Frida, but I thought Jada wasn't really twerking. No, it wasn't. I don't know how Jada won. Yeah, like like you're moving, but you're not like shaking your ass. No offense, Jada. You were the white girl twerking. That was not twerk. I believe twerking, you can only move your ass up and down. If your whole body shakes, you ain't doing it. You're having like a Caesar on the dance floor. Right, like nothing moved. Like the padding was too good and that everything just stayed in place. You know, like a Botox on a facial expression. Man, I would have given it to Irma. Oh my god. God, I love that name. So then we have Vivian and Grissel. <laughs> Me just looking at that name like, is that real? Yeah. Throw your is, hands up. This is a very boring, this is mid. Yeah, Grissel looking at Vivian the whole time. No, Vivian looking at Grissel. Fuck. Fuck my life. Vivian, Grissel, and Irma and Shalazan kind of all look the same. Um, Lady Boom Boom is very feminine and small and Chaos is all tattoos so that's why they're out and looking the same as them. But my god, they're like the three whitest people. So we kind of just knew that only one team did well. Well, I mean, I don't know because we both thought Lady and Kimmy did the best but then they gave it to Jada and Irma. Well, I didn't say what, who the judges thought did well. We knew who did well <laughs> in our hearts. Alright, least favorite outfit, go. For the runway sleeves. The Least favorite. Oh my god, there's so many I didn't like. They're all so uncreative. I think Miss Fierce Delicious was my least favorite because I feel like she could have done more with sleeves. It's like, damn, Fierce Delicious, I know you're allergic to fabric, but come on. <laughs> Bombay was my favorite. Like, that is... Her hands down. Wow. Like, I'm sorry. I know you don't like it when I say it. It was very anime. Oh, this was anime. Okay. Like, when that person said that it was something and Sailor Moon, I was like, I see the Sailor Moon. I see, like, the Sailor Moon villain in this. It's so good. I thought of arms from Nintendo. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Oh, my... Like, this was, like, fantastic. Like, isn't there, like, a French lady who uses her hair as arms? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's hot. Very. I don't... Like, when you I hear sleeves, I want the whole outfit to be the star attraction is the sleeves. Not, hey, my sleeves are a little bit funky, so look at that. But my main outfit is way more glutes and glam. Like, you dumb bitches. 
Yeah, I don't think a lot of them meet the brief. So I was like, eh. Like, your sleeves had to stand out from the rest of the outfit. Otherwise, what's the point? And then you had, like, oh my god, who, who had that pink puffy jellyfish. But, like, the sleeves was pretty, but the rest of the outfit made no fucking sense. Yeah, I am... I love jellyfish with all my heart, but I am on the fence if I like this outfit. I thought it was funny Vivian and Grizzle had the fake arms and they just kept touching each other. <laughs> so, like, in the back when Shelazon was having a mental breakdown, her paralysis demons were just playing patty cake. <laughs> God, it's stupid. So, Miss Fish and Shelazon was on the bottom. I don't agree. I think it should have been Shelazon and Vivian. I don't know why Miss Fierce Delicious was there. Yeah, Shelazon should have been on the bottom. God dang it, you don't remember anything, do you? No, I think I see Fields being down there. I mean, kind of, but... It wasn't unfair, you know? Like, maybe someone else deserved it more, but... No, Fields did need to dance. (laughs) And they lip sync to Don't Call Me Baby. I liked the song. I didn't like the lip sync. The two queens really miffed it. And so, Shazan went home. First time, she didn't wear clothing with just words on it, and she got punished. Yeah, she actually had, like, an outfit worthy of the runway. I don't think it was supposed to be a nude illusion. Only the between the strips. Oh. Yeah, you don't get it because the new illusion didn't work out. Because, like, how, am I supposed to believe she had really big sleeves? Uh, shoulders? That's true. That part, I'm not sure. Like, I think, honestly, it was just oversight where she just picked a fabric that maybe has, like, a color meaning in her culture and she didn't realize it came off as a nude illusion. That's my game theory. Huh, I mean, it could be true. All right, we went up north and now we go down south. Is Australia south? Yes. Yeah. So, episode one of Drag Race Down Under. I am surprised they are doing a season two after how badly season one was. Well, maybe it was received really well in Australia. I'm surprised how many times this episode shat on Art Simone. Well, we all know that's one of the biggest reasons why season one was so bad. So, let's get into season two. So, first off, who's your favorite queen entrance? Oh, favorite entrance. Because obviously, we're not going to go down every single time. Tom, Dick, and Harry. Like, we all have well plus present Australia. (laughs) I actually really like Queen Kong. I thought it was very campy, very related to her name. So it's like, you're gonna remember it. I thought it was weird that was like, she was naked underneath the hand. Like, I don't think that's what happened in the movie. In the movie, King Kong, I believe, got a white woman wearing a white dress. So obviously, when you have a dark queen, she's gonna wear a brown dress. It's not a nude illusion. Nude illusion. I mean... She's like a superhero kind of vibe, right? Yeah. I'm just glad that someone came in kind of in a nice outfit. Wow. Yeah. What are you implying? I'm implying everyone else was kind of plain. And if it wasn't plain, it was really campy. Yeah. And I think Queen Kong, she kind of came in. It was kind of campy, but it was more unique, I thought. Oh, for sure. And more fashion-ish. Yeah. Not fascist. <laughs> oh my god. My favorite was the Yui guy. The white covered in blood? Yeah. It's not that unique. You name one other queen. I just mean like, you know, you see like glitter blood on a white queen before. You see, Dragula ruined you. I guess, but still. Oh, it's been forever since I've seen Dragula. Is that still going? Yes, but they're behind another paywall too. Okay, gotcha. Was Minnie Cooper dressed like RuPaul in the opening? The red race outfit with the black and white checkered line? Oh, that's smart. Right? She was. Like, I think she's the first one to have ever done that. So RuPaul comes in and is like, hey, queens, just to prove that I'm here, not Photoshop, I will slap the queen 
queen who gets out in this episode. Who thinks that? I don't. I think it's just a weird bit that no one really understood. What is the evidence? The evidence is why would she be here for down under but not up the border? It's a little strange that RuPaul's just not on every. I mean, I kind of get it, but it's like you could just be there. I wish RuPaul made an effort to at least come for the finale of Canada. Yeah, yeah. Like our special guest, RuPaul herself. It might be like a legal thing because I know in Canada you can't hire a voice actor in a cartoon made in Canada unless the Canadian voice actor. Really? Yeah, I think that's why. I forget. I think it's a reboot of Shaolin Showdown where it was made in Canada because it's cheaper. But because of that, they had to replace all the voice actors except for the um bald kid because no, not the bald kid, the cat burglar because she was the only Canadian one. Oh, fun facts. So it could be that where like RuPaul technically cannot work in Canada. I guess so, and does not care about enough about Canada to go work up there. So they did a mini challenge, a Sasha's photo shoot. I like photo shoots, but this one was boring. There's no like drama. I hate photo shoots. The only photo shoot I ever remember was Jimbo screaming. I mean, that's true. Because other than that, it's just like, oh, at 14 queens, you're all kind of just doing whatever. Because there's only so many things you can do spinning on a wheel or jumping on a trampoline or <laughs> jumping into water. I like the water ones. <laughs> so we go into our main challenge, which the main challenge, I feel like it's always a sewing when the first day. It's not usually, to be honest, but Canada did it and this one is doing it. So it's, it's weird. I think it's because the first report I ever saw was season 10 and that was also a um sewing challenge. Was it? Oh, it was a sewing challenge because that was when they had, they had to sew an outfit based on the things from like a popular past contestant, which is very confusing when this is your first episode you're watching. Oh, I thought season 10 was Drag on a Dime because 10 cents season 10. Was that it? What am I thinking of then? I know, I know what you're thinking of. That's something else though. Maybe that was season 11? Maybe. You know what? I think it's season 11 because I remember Brooklyn doing that challenge and getting detox. Oh. Brooklyn does look like detox. Long, tall, lanky, white. So, for some reason, for Down Under Season 2, Episode 1, now we have to do this to save the franchise, y'all. We have to make a good first impression. The queens are given literal trash to make into outfits. Not trash, it's like nature and material to be reused. Recyclables. Yeah, I didn't like this. I don't like a sewing challenge for the first episode, and I don't really like what anyone did because if you think about it, a lot of them were in the same categories. You had the fairy ones, and the plastic ones, the denim ones, and the weird pool noodle. And that was it. It's like that one, I think Hannah Conda said, you know, I broke the bank on all my outfits and you're telling me I might get out on day one making an outfit? Yeah. So it's like, I want to see the runway. I want to see the sissy that walk. That's what Canada did. Yeah, Canada's episode one where you're like revamping your old outfit was ten times better than whatever this was. Right, and it's like, okay, you put the two fairy ones on top and it's like no the fairy is just so like whatever i can't believe the people with plastic did the ball gown but not the people with plants yeah kind of right like you can't do a short dress and say it's impressive it's like whatever something i thought was weird was they kept dissing them being like oh i can't believe you didn't know how to sew it's like bitch you can't sew these leaves together (laughs) you have to hot glue this you know that is true like oh i can't believe that the 50 year old stapled her dress together yeah, I think she had those 
those french fry reflectors y'all have so birds don't steal your french fries? Okay, that untuck was very weird because the two queens who are safe was like, oh, we're, we're like the upper echelon of safe. And it's like, no, safe is safe. There's no better safe or worse safe. You all are on the same category. I thought Minnie Cooper was going to bring up, but she did not. You do not care if Beverly kills. I like that she's going to be the drama. I like that she's catty and I like that she's very political in how she's mean about it. But I'm not really for the drama either. Does that make sense? I you know, guess. like, I want comedy people. I want funny. I want wit. It's kind of like she's just being a bitch. She's not being, like, clever or funny or good intention with her bitchiness. Yeah, it's like being a bitch just to be a bitch. And I'm like, I mean, I like the diversity, but shut up, you have no idea what you're talking about sometimes. I think I will have an easier time telling the contestants of Australia than Canada, but no promises. I think they have the same equal difficulty, to be honest. <laughs> so who is your personal favorite in this design challenge? For the design challenge specifically, I actually did like Beverly Kills one the most. I thought it was very nice. I mean, it was a short dress, don't get me wrong, but I did like that it had like pipings along with it, and that it was like, it was sewn together because you could see her doing it and she had nice hair what do you think about a lot of queens mistake of showing the undergarment underneath all the plants and stuff they knew that was a faux pas they should have worked to like like this first step should have been to cover all of that first and then add on your embellishments like how is that not obvious all right so rupaul says her highs and lows like we said but the two tinkerbells got on top for some reason the people who couldn't construct well hide their shit got on the bottom real fast what do you think about Spanky Jackson and her weird blue stuff. Like butterflies. Oh, that, that was ugly. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell is this? You needed to cut the wings or something, love. What were the wings made of? I don't know. Is that the actual pool bottom itself? I think it might have been. There's a lot of moments in the um, construction phase where people were like, what do you think? And it's like, my mom said, if I don't have anything nice to say, <laughs> don't say it at all. Like, oh my god, did the same queen say that? Or is like five different queens saying it? Yeah, that was a little weird. I mean, you just got say what you gotta say they're asking for your opinion so any thoughts about the untucked moment about paper being like I'm a joke and <laughs> and not really I mean when queens cry it's just whatever I don't know like, with Shellazon and Fakeburg I'm sorry I don't know how to pronounce A-F-A-U-X Fofur Fofur crying it's like I understand that the pressure is getting to you but like this is Drag Race episode 1 or 3 <laughs> <laughs> like you can't do this after one negative comment I mean, hey, that was the only run. <laughs> so, on the bottom is fake fur? Faux fur. Faux fur, you just told me that. And spanky. Do you agree? Yeah, I guess so. Those <laughs> were the worst too. I mean, the other ones weren't my favorite, but they weren't constructed as bad. So, spanky and faux fur. Faux fur dance to get out of my way. That was a good song. It's a good song. The lip sync was, it's better. <laughs> it was better than Canada's one, but it was all right. And thus, we see sent home Kamoil Hall. I'm sorry, I meant Fofur. God, I can't pronounce that name. Joke just seems racist. No, it's because they both look queens. And Asian? Well, I'm Asian. I can make that joke. It's weird that you don't know how to pronounce Fofur when there was a Brenda song joke about it in um The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I don't remember that. She kept saying her jacket was made of fox fur and Ashley Tisdale was very upset. But then when Ashley Tisdale read the tag, it said F-A-U-X 
Fox fur. And she was like, wait, this is full fur. And Brenda Song's like, it says fox fur. And that's how you know how to pronounce full fur. We ship those two, right? I mean, the show, yeah. Okay, cool. Maddie and London. So next episode will be an acting challenge. Finally. I feel like, like we haven't seen one in a long... I guess the Christmas one was the last one for All Stars 7. God, that feels like a long time ago. <laughs> so next week, obviously, we have no more US unless we're just going to bring it up in references. <laughs> and we'll talk about Canada and Australia. Down under. Well, I can't say Australia is copyrighted. New Zealand's also part of it. Why do you not know this? For realsies? For realsies. Season 1 always kept saying the, the kangaroos. Oh, no. The kiwis. I don't know what they call the Australians. Maybe kangaroos. But. Or sheeps. But Canada has Newfoundland. But it's part of Canada. No, in Total Drama World Tour, I don't think it is. Alright, we're gonna Google this. Until then, I guess Canada and Down Under. Wait, wait, wait. Do we include Madagascar and Down Under? That's near Africa. God damn.